0: You're listening to Comedy Central. My guest tonight is the chair of African-American studies at Emory University and a New York Times bestselling author whose latest book is called One Person, No Vote. How voter suppression is destroying our democracy. Please welcome Carol Anderson. welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's so wonderful having you here. Um, you wrote a book called White Rage, which was a New York Times bestseller, yes. where you spoke in depth about how America is dealing with an issue that it really hasn't dealt with completely, which is the rage that many white people feel at what appears to be America changing. This book is, is, I guess, based in some way off of that. Yeah. And yet it's a completely different topic. One person no votes, voter suppression destroying our democracy. How bad and how big do you believe voter suppression actually is?
1: I think it is massive. Um, We have had millions of people blocked from voting. We have had millions purged from the rolls who had been on the voter rolls. The purging and the voter suppression has been so intense that we have Donald Trump in the White House right now. That's the power of voter suppression. (laughs)
0: The, the numbers in, in the 2016 election, mm-hmm. especially in and around the black vote, were really interesting. You, you saw in key states, in swing states, where voter turnout dropped from, it may have been like 78,000 people turning out and dropped to below 50,000 or, you know, you saw, you saw drastic drops. Now, some people have argued that that was because Hillary Clinton didn't motivate black voters to come out. But you've looked at the data you've analyzed a lot of the information, and it seems like there's been a systematic effort right. to remove people of color from the voting rolls. Right.
1: But why, why people of color, though? And I believe why people of color, um, besides being just snide and saying, duh, it's been that way for a long time, it's because that after the 2008 election with Barack Obama, Barack Obama brought 15 million new voters to the polls with that incredible ground game. Wow. They were overwhelmingly black, Latino, young, Poor and and with that, then the Republican Party that has moved further and further to the right and has become more and more white, um, and, and their policies have become more right wing. They they don't have policies that resonate with the growing diversity of America. Right. And so instead of thinking about how do we reform this party so that it it, it resonates with America, that our policies are really strong and talk about benefiting more Americans. Instead, what they decided to do was to suppress the vote. There are some, there are some really scary parts of the book where I, I read about things I never knew before.
0: I knew about the larger picture of voter suppression in certain states and mm-hmm. certain places. Mm-hmm. But you read about how so many people have been stripped of their rights. Now, the argument the other way from people like Chris Kobach, mm-hmm. uh, you know, from Donald Trump and his team has been, we are protecting democracy that's why we scrub people of voter rolls. If they've died, if they no longer respond to mail, then why are we keeping on keeping them on the voter rolls? How do you respond to that?
1: Yeah, and I respond to that because one of the ways that this works and why it's so effective is that they're able to use that cover of being reasonable. You know, we're just keeping the voter rolls up, but- when you really look at what they're doing is that those, the people that they're scrubbing, they're not scrubbing people who have moved or who have died overwhelmingly. Overwhelmingly, who they're scrubbing are people who are African Americans, people who are young, people who are poor. And they're doing it by the characteristics. Um, So they can't say, oh, we don't want black people to vote because there's still this thing called the 15th Amendment. Although the Voting Rights Act got gutted by the Supreme Court. There's still this thing called the 15th Amendment. So what they do is they go after the characteristics of a people, societally imposed characteristics. They go after those things like um, if you move a lot, and we know that people move a lot, particularly if you're poor, you don't stay in the same house forever. That moving, then becomes a, a reason to, to knock people off the rolls. They say, and one of the things that we also know, characteristics is that um, young people, minorities, they don't, and students, they, they don't vote regularly. So they start knocking people off the rolls for not voting regularly. And so they use those characteristics and those are the characteristics of people who don't overwhelmingly vote for Republicans. Right. Yeah. When, when, you, when you
0: look at the, the numbers, And you look at how impactful this could actually be. The argument is always met with, yes, but look at how much voter fraud there is. Now, we talked briefly about this, but overwhelmingly, most Americans believe that voter fraud is a very definite threat.
1: Absolutely. And that has been a well-cultivated myth. Um, it has, bor- It was born up out of the 2000 election, that horrible election with hanging chads. Right. And-, and that myth of massive rampant voter fraud coming out of the cities, uh, stealing our elections, except when they really went hunting for it, they couldn't find it. Um, Justin Levitt, a co- uh, law professor out of California, he looked and he went from 2000 to 2014. Out of one billion votes, he was able to identify 31 cases, 31 out of 1 billion votes of voter impersonation fraud. When Chris Kobach, the Secretary of State that you mentioned, who helped um, head up Trump's Election Integrity Commission, um, in their report, which was all about when Trump said, five million voters have come in and I would have won the popular vote. That's a great Trump, by the way. Thank you, thank you. It's not as good as yours. (laughs) You know, when he said, you know, he's got five million, then they went hunting and they couldn't find it. I mean, the pages are blank. When it says voter fraud, his commission's looking. Blank pages. It's not there. When Greg Abbott, out of Texas, is arguing for voter ID and Judge Ramos is saying, okay, you've got rampant voter fraud. Where? Where? And he's like, it's rampant. She's like, where? How many? It's a lot. Rampant. How many? Two. And I'm like, is that rampant? (laughs) (laughs)
0: The argument I've seen a lot of people parrot with with a lot of confidence is it's not suppression. What we're doing is making sure that the integrity of our election is maintained. And so they say, we're not purging people or we're not restricting them from voting. We're just saying that everyone needs a voter ID. Now, I understand it, but if you were explaining to someone who is genuinely Mm well-intentioned, someone who says, I don't understand why is it so so hard or why is it so difficult for, for the government to say, well, why is it so bad for the government to say everyone should have a voter ID that is issued by the government or at the DMV? Why, why is that so much to ask?
1: Okay, and so let me just give you a couple of examples about how that really works. Because part of, again, the way that it sounds so reasonable, because you need an ID, you know, what Trump said, you need an ID to go buy groceries. Right. I, I, I'm like, <laughs> 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 But... As we all know, it it doesn't quite work that way. So for instance, in Alabama, Alabama said you got to have a government issued photo ID. And then said, but your public housing ID does not count. Now Alabama's a poor state. They've got lots of public housing. 71% of those on public housing, in public housing in Alabama are African American. For many, that's the only ID they have. So you automatically wiped away that type of government-issued photo ID, because public housing is government-issued. Right. Okay. Then Alabama shut down the Department of Motor Vehicles in the Black Belt counties. And so now people were gonna have to go 50 miles to get a driver's license. But if you don't drive, how are you gonna go 50 miles? And you don't have public transportation. So what you do is you create an obstacle. Right. And then you create an obstacle to the obstacle and you make it so difficult for people who are already working their hardest to make it, to now be able to just access their basic right to vote. We see this in state after state. North Carolina, the Fourth Circuit said, you have targeted African-Americans with nearly surgical precision. So these states, they make it sound innocuous. Oh, you need an ID. But it's not any ID. In Indiana, you need to have a driver's license to get a birth certificate, but to get a birth certificate, you need a driver's license. That's brilliance.
0: <laughs> it's genuinely brilliant. Let's look to the future. Yes. We have elections coming up. Yes. You have midterms happening in America. You also have the presidential election, which will be on its way shortly after that. Mm-hmm. Is there anything people on the ground can do? What can people do to protect their votes?
1: Yes, absolutely. So there are several things. Um, one is, you have to register to vote. And there are organizations that are on the ground helping people like, get the identification, get the documents they need right. in order to get the identification. Um, organizations like Vote Writers that are, that are doing that work. Um, also, when you're registered, check your, um, the Secretaries of State's uh, voter registration page to make sure you're registered to vote because they are notorious for purging people off the list, even well closely, uh, close to an election. Wow. So you think that you're registered to vote, you go in to vote and boom, your name's nowhere there and then you're getting the runaround. Right. So that checking regularly, I check every week and then I print off a copy so that I've got documentation that I am actually registered to vote and that this is my polling place. I, say, I think the other thing is really important is to help others so that you're volunteering. You're, you're, you know, you've got election poll workers and, and you're, you're paying attention to what's happening at the polls when somebody's getting the runaround. I think that that is really important as well. And there are organizations like the Lawyers Committee right. that's, that's doing that incredible work. So that's what we can do. And register. We, the, uh, the deadline is coming up in early October. Register to vote because we cannot be part of the solution if we're just sitting there on, and, and not participating. We've got to do it. Thank you so much for being on One person, no vote, is available now.
0: Scary and fascinating. Carol and everybody. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, ears edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com.